my name is James. And my name is Matt. And we're, we're talking, talking about, about games these days. Um, and the game that, or games, I guess, that uh, we're specifically talking about is uh, Parappa 1 and 2 yeah. uh, for the PlayStation. Uh, which, let me start out by saying, has been delightful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, I don't think, I'm trying to think of, like, when the last game we played was that I was this, like, I enjoyed it this much. <laughs> Maybe Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah. But yeah, like, just everything about this, well... Not everything. But, like, I ended up feeling really good about the second game in particular. Uh-huh. Definitely. Um, and we didn't... I don't think we ever had a real copy of this growing up. I know there was a uh, demo for it on, like, a, like PlayStation Underground demo disc yeah. or something. So we it was were playing the that, demo a few times. That first uh, level yeah. of the first game that we ever played, but... Do you remember beating the first level? No. No, me neither. Okay. I never remember <laughs> being able to be- beat it. Um, but it's kind of an important uh, game, at least yeah. the first one, because it's um, technically the first rhythm game yeah. ever. Which seems weird to me, like that it really could have been the first one. Yeah. But I, I don't know, you probably did the same sort of like digging that I tried to do, and I found like a reference to like one Nintendo game. Yeah. And like, that was pretty much it. Yeah, the only <laughs> other thing, like, I, like you said, was... Uh, like a Nintendo game that did a similar thing with dancing. Yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the birth of rhythm games as a genre. Yeah. Especially as we know them in the mainstream now. Uh, and the first one came out in uh, 96 in mm-hmm. Japan, 97 here. Yep. Uh, 97, going along with the genre, uh, Beat Mania came out, which was okay. sort of like the first big Japanese DJ music game. Mm-hmm. And uh, then DDR came out a couple years, years later, uh-huh. and then Guitar Freaks, and then Guitar Hero Rock right. Band. And, you know, here here we are now. <laughs> Plus, I guess, like, Frequency and Amplitude were in there, but right. I don't know if as many people know about those. Probably not. <laughs> um, the other kind of interesting part of this um, series is that it, it was kind of kind of a failed cross-media property. Um, so after the first game, there was like a spin-off uh, called Unjammer Lammy, mm-hmm. um, which I think is the same basic thing, except you're playing a guitar instead yes, of rapping. I think so. Um, <clears throat> and then there's the second one. And then after the second one came out, or about the same time it was released, um, there was a single season of an anime made. Yes. Um, that was a complete failure. Yeah. Uh, I tried to watch the first episode yeah. and I didn't make it through it. <laughs> there's just nothing, it's just, there's just nothing going on. Yeah. Especially nothing that related to the games. Weird. Like it felt like it was just sort of cash grabby. So uh, the, there's a, I was reading the Wikipedia page um, and apparently there was an interview with the like creator of the artist that did. Uh, Rodney Pratt. Greenblatt. Yeah. And basically <laughs> That's what he was saying, is they wanted to make a show not because people like the character, but because they wanted to sell merchandise. Oh. Um, <laughs> and he he like, he like wasn't allowed to be part of the project except for designing characters. Huh. That must have been frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I think there's a second show, although I couldn't really find much about it, that's about specifically PJ. Okay. 
for some reason that maybe like ran a couple episodes and then disappeared. Uh-huh. Because mm-hmm. nobody still cared. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's talk about the setting. Yeah. Set in modern times, let's yeah. say. And, like, uh, so there's, like, they have the shrink ray. Right. They have, like, some weird little tech things, but it doesn't seem like they have, like, the internet. Right. So it's, I mean, it's 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 whatever the the near future seemed like in the late 90s, basically. Probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, specifically, it's set in Parappa Town. Parappa Town. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is weird. Uh-huh. We don't know why. We don't know why it's named that. No. And what's... So Parappa's dad uh-huh. is named... Is is he named Parappa something? I don't... Like Papa Rap Parappa? Maybe. I don't even know if he has a name. I don't... I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know that he even has a name, but... Okay. So it's not even like like it was somehow named after their family, their family. or something. I mean, maybe. Yeah, it's just not explained. No. Um, <laughs> but more, more importantly, uh, the sort of... The makeup of this town is... Anthropomorphic animals, mm-hmm. plants, yes. anthropomorphic plants, and then just normal humans. Normal people too. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's all kind of like, uh, like, like small town in the way that like South Park or Simpsons right. is a small town, like yeah. suburbs, no skyscrapers. Yeah. 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 Uh, and yeah, uh, Parappa lives there with his friends. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh. I, I wrote down, uh, it's like it's like real life, but with furries and hip-hop and mad scientists. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. That's pretty much it. Uh-huh. When Jet Baby flies, she flies up there forever. When Jet Baby flies, she flies to any weather. When Jet Baby loves, she loves all of So the story for the first game, um, what did you think? Uh, awful. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. mean, maybe not. Maybe that's that's overstating it a bit. But like, it's it's very shallow and childish. Yeah. And this was definitely one of those games where I didn't care about the story. Oh. Like, I just wanted to get to the next song because that was clearly the best part. Uh huh. And I don't know. Like it. It. The story is. I mean, like, it's cheesy, Uh and it gets you from one song to the next, like, from one scene to the next. Yeah. Uh, But I I didn't think there was much substance there. (laughs) No, I mean, it's not a substantial story. I thought it was kind of interesting. The second one takes a more, like, serialized approach, Mm -hmm. but it seemed like the first one was kind of, like, I don't know, presented like like cartoon shorts. Yeah. You know, like, each... uh, like, there's an intro movie and then a rapping section. Right. And then you go to the next short. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, which is kind of cool. Uh, it basically revolves around uh, Parappa and the girl that he likes, um, Sunny Funny, mm-hmm. who's a daisy. Yes. Um, and his romantic rival, kind of, uh, Joe Chin. Yes. Uh, 
named because he has a giant chin. Right. Um, and he's handsome and rich and better at everything. Yes. Also uh, a dog, like yes. Parappa. That's true. <laughs> um, and so that's Parappa's uh, impetus to sort of improve himself. Yeah. Sonny Funny doesn't quite think he's cool enough. Yeah. But in like like all these sort of like normal <laughs> kind of like early high school adolescent yeah. ways, like, oh, like I don't have a car. Right. Oh, but I don't have money for a car, so I have to get a job. Yeah. There, there's also, does the subplot of him impressing his father, that doesn't show up until the second one. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's just the okay. second one. And the first one's just, yeah. So he goes on a, a journey of self-improvement, uh, kind of. Yeah. Uh, to, by rapping with people and... Right. Uh, yeah, like he finds a series of mentors. Yeah. And each mentor helps him along his way with this, like, back-and-forth rap thing yeah. that they do. Yeah. That is one of those things that, like, like in-universe, nothing is weird about that whatsoever. <laughs> no. Like, it makes total sense that he goes to the karate dojo and does this whole, like, call-and-response routine with a karate master who's had his onion. Yes. That's yeah. just That's just how things are yep. in Parappa Town. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and the second one has a more sort of standard storyline. Um, everything, well, standard. Uh, <laughs> all of the food in Parappa Town is turning into noodles. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a you know the, the the everything turning into noodles trope. Right. right? You've seen the, that the classics. <laughs> um, Parappa and his friend go to the burger shop to get burgers, but they don't have burgers they have noodle burgers yeah and also parappa had a past traumatic experience with noodles oh yeah that's that sort right. of led him to the point where these noodles are particularly difficult for him to deal with <laughs> yeah yeah um so he you know has to go on a journey of similar self-improvement yeah um joins the army mm-hmm. um uh, and then fights the rap battles the evil noodle guy. Yeah, well, because because that's that's sort of like the mad scientist side of the plot is that right. the noodle guy has decided that noodles are the best food. So <laughs> he has gotten together this weird like yakuza style yeah, like secret noodle society. Gang, yeah, uh, who are then hell bent on turning everything into noodles. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I I did I did I don't know if you caught it, uh, but. In terms of uh, depth, I do think the second one is oddly deeper. Because, um, like, yeah. so the the leader of the Noodle Syndicate works at the burger He's joint. He's the burger guy's son. Son, right? Yeah. So I, I guess I feel like it's implied that because he grew up in the burger restaurant, like, all he ever had was burgers, and that's why he right. likes noodles so much. Yeah. Which is... I mean, not like a great motivation, but is a motivation yeah. for him. Yeah. Um, and it ultimately, so the first one is really pushing like self improvement through Parappa's motto, uh-huh. which is "I gotta believe." Right. Which he repeats as a mantra, basically. Yeah. But I think the uh, the lesson in the second one that he ends up basically using to win against the noodle boss guy. Uh, is that you gotta keep your options open? <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, actually, if like the last the last line that they do battling back and forth is thanks, brother, for letting me understand that a man must understand to keep his options open. Welcome, brother, for letting you understand that a man must understand to keep his 
Thank you, brother, for helping me to understand that a man is not a man unless he keeps his options open. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, And then I also like that at the very end, he's like, I could go for some noodle sushi. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's barely willing to match <laughs> Right. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, like, stereotypical coming of age. Yeah. Personal growth. Believe in yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Definitely. And you'll, you know, get the girl and the material goods. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, let's talk about the gameplay because okay. that's that's the real meat. It is. It really is. Say alright. Right. Say oh yeah. oh yeah. What you gonna do? So there, there was the first game. Sure. Um, I could not... I, I rage quit the first game. Yeah. I could not make it through... I could make it through about four of the levels, and mm-hmm. then I kept just losing on the, the chicken bacon The one. chicken one is really hard. Yeah. And here's why it's particularly hard. <laughs> uh, because if you've played modern rhythm games, you have been spoiled yeah. by years of experience in designing these things so that they're challenging but fair. Uh-huh. Like, if you miss notes or you see, like, an impossible sequence of notes coming down the field at you, you are, can be pretty confident that if you just get your fingers right, then you'll pass it. Uh-huh. That is not the case with the first part no. of a game where it will just show you things and it doesn't matter if you think... Like, you just can't tell why you're getting it wrong, in my yeah. experience. Like, you will do things that seem, like, completely dead on and... You, it will, like, halfway take you to failing the level. Yeah, there's a weird sort of mysterious underlying system that I don't think I re- really ever understood Yeah, um, that's at play there. It's definitely very picky about the timing. Mm-hmm. What it wants is a very specific thing that doesn't always align with what it shows you. Yeah. In a weird way. It also, it really annoys me that the, so the whole thing is, is like a call and response. So your sensei says one line, Uh that line has button presses associated with each of the words in the line. Yeah. He does the line and then you have to do the same thing back to him. Uh Uh-huh. The delay between the two is not always the same. So sometimes he'll give you half a bar and then immediately goes into half a bar. Sometimes he'll give you half a bar, the rest of the bar will play out, then it's your turn. Uh Uh-huh. And... I mean, you could argue that that's just part of the difficulty. You just have to memorize that. But I, I don't know. It doesn't... One of the whole things that I really like about modern music games that they've really sort of come into is that uh, you you can... I don't know. It's like reading sheet music. Yeah. Like, reading sheet music, it's not fun if the sheet music is unfair. <laughs> if it's presented to you in an, in an unfair right, way, right? right? Like, it's already tough enough to coordinate moving your fingers in time with like stuff that's coming up uh-huh. that you're reading ahead. Uh, I think that's that was the huge frustrating part about the first one. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, there's so I guess maybe we should talk a little bit more broadly about just how the gameplay works in general. Yeah. Um, so like you were saying, each each verse is given to you, and then you repeat it back by pressing uh, buttons at certain times. Also, the game keep has like a score mechanic where yeah. you get score for doing things, and then it takes away score for doing them not as good. Yeah. Um, and then you have like a like a rating meter, so you can you can either be uh, you rapping good, uh-huh. you rapping bad, uh-huh. you rapping awful, awful. Um, and then on the upper end you can also you rapping cool. That's right. Um, every time you play through the level the first time, you can only get um, good, uh, bad, or awful. And the way that that works is every time you. I don't know, is it, like, miss a certain amount of notes or just incorrectly do a verse? Yeah, if you mess up one of the phrases. Um, it'll bump you down a rating. Right. Um, Sometimes half a rating. Yeah. I think depending on how long the particular verse is. That could, like, yeah, how, how many notes you messed up. Yeah. Or you had the opportunity not to mess up. Um, once you're in the lower rating, um, you have to bring yourself back up. Um, if you bottom out at awful, uh, then you lose... Yeah, and it just, it stops you right there. Right. And your guy says, you know, you're not doing this right, we have to start over. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other thing that's kind of weird about it is if you finish with any rating, rating lower than good, then you also lose. You're not allowed to progress. Yeah, yeah, you have to finish strong. Yeah. Um, and then once you've done a level over, if you replay it, um, then you can unlock the you rap and cool rating which unlocks freestyle mode mm-hmm. which is basically just slam on the keys and make it yeah. say funny things and i can't i can't tell if there's any sort of rhyme or reason to that like like if if you've got a phrase that wants you to hit like square square triangle uh-huh. you can like you said like it seems like sometimes you can just do like square triangle square triangle square triangle yeah and then like it says oh you did great take 50 points uh-huh uh but also sometimes it says oh that was terrible like you drop a rank i think i think with that if i'm remembering correctly um you have to at least hit the original um yeah notes that are in the phrase and then if you do anything extra that's like in the right um, like rhythm, yeah, it still has to sort of line up. Then you get extra points for that. Hmm. Yeah, um, and that's—I mean—that's basically the first one. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that is the entire game. The second one has a couple of different wrinkles on that. Um, it's a lot better. It's a lot more forgiving with the timing of the button presses. Yes, a lot more. Um, in that one, when you drop or raise a rating. Um, it'll make you repeat the verse that you did incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it gives you more opportunities to to um, win instead of just like moving on to the next one. Yeah. And when you drop a rank, it simplifies the pattern oh, yeah, that that's you have true. to do. So it, it sort of like, it slows down a bit. Like it, it makes it a little easier for you to catch up yeah. if you start falling behind. Mm-hmm. And by the same token, if you're doing well, you're doing well by doing more complicated patterns. Right. Um, it does, it has a um, sort of system where different um, teachers want different things from you that I wasn't really ever yeah, I able to parse. Um, there are like meters at the bottom and every time you complete a, a verse it'll like give you a rating 
that tips towards one one head or the other. Um, yeah. But I'm not really sure what that means. I don't know either. I mean, like, it feeds into giving you more points, but yeah. why any particular thing you do affects those uh-huh. is completely obscured. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the game presents itself on a world map instead of just being one level right after the other. Yeah. Uh, which is a cool idea. Um, and then there's also a, a bonus game. Oh, yeah, the mini game. Um, that happens in between levels uh, where you just, it's just like a timing thing. You punch the thing when the thing comes up. Yeah. And try not to push the button too soon. Right. That's your thing. Um, and then, how do you feel about the, the practice mode? Uh, I like it. Yeah? Oh, it's so adorable. The little, uh, the little the boom, box. boom box flies yeah. up and it says, it's okay, Parappa, relax, we're going to practice. <laughs> and then you do like a phrase from the song that's coming up. Come on, Parappa, relax, it's practice time. This like bleepy little like Casio drum loop uh-huh. beat, which I don't know, I thought that was cute. It, also, it, you can just skip it if you don't. Want yeah, it. <laughs> that that it took me a while to figure that out, but oh, once yeah. I figured that out, it was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it generally gives you like the hardest phrase or a harder phrase. Yeah, like from... a really good example. Well, because eventually, once you get to you start getting to the harder ones, you'll do longer phrases in one yeah. chunk, basically. So like. In the beginning ones, you might have, like, three notes that you have to press right. in your little area. And then by the end, you're doing, like, 16. Right. Yeah, so it does a pretty good job of introducing you to what to expect from the next next song. And then there's also a versus mode that I didn't really play around with, I so I don't Just know how well it works. It's true. <laughs> uh, it also has a sort of, like... Uh, like Mega Man style boss rush yes. rehash yeah. uh, thing that it hits at one point where you dive into a video game yes. and then you have to rebattle uh, slightly leveled up versions of old songs, except they're all done in 8 bit yeah. crunchy music. Very cool. Yeah. Um. Hey, everybody, watch out for those flying noodles. Because if you don't do well here, all you get to eat are noodles. Here we go. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm back for more because my store's a bore. I travel shore to shore, door to door, looking around for the perfect store. Cuts lettuce. <laughs> on a, on a goofy, like, game you, like, put on your head in the bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, that, that part in the game is when Parappa is trying to impress his dad. Yeah. Because he's he's been trying to do that the whole time. Uh-huh. To grow up and be a man. Right. <laughs> uh, because, and then, like, it's funny, I had listened to that soundtrack a lot, oh, yeah. uh, not to jump ahead too much, but then, like, the end of that song always has your dad saying, like, good job, Barabba! That's my boy! That's my boy. <laughs> that a boy, Parappa. That's my boy! Thank you, Dad. I'm proud of you, too. <laughs> and Parappa's like, thanks, Dad. I'm proud of you, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> a good moment for them yeah and now i understand it now that i've had it in the context <laughs> of the game more recently uh-huh. but that's about it i mean it's a pretty simple setup yeah uh okay so the look of the game it's all this sort of like cartoony over like spray painty kind of yes yeah. urban hip-hoppy <laughs> uh i don't know it's 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 this guy uh rodney greenblatt 
who is known for this very particular style of working in. And I guess it's it's one of those situations where like he's huge in Japan. Uh-huh. Uh, you if you looked up Rodney Greenblatt, you'd probably think that his stuff looked a little bit familiar. Like you know, it looks it looks like a style we're familiar with. Uh-huh. Um, and everything is done in that design. Uh, all of the stuff is basically paper. Yeah, like everything's two yeah. D, mm-hmm. uh, in the same way that Paper Mario was. Yeah, that's true. Um, which. I, I really appreciate here uh, because this, especially like in the PS1 game, mm-hmm. the first game, um, you look at stuff that there are a lot of games that were doing 3D before they're really good at doing 3D. Yeah, you know? definitely. And even like best in class PlayStation 1 games really have not aged well graphics wise. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you go back to like uh, Metal Gear Solid, mm-hmm. which seemed pretty cool at the time, but now is it's just like, like, boxes and crunchy uh. <laughs> little pixels like there's there's hardly right. anything going on graphics wise. Yeah. so doing it this way was a good way to skirt the the limitations of the engine yeah definitely and yeah play to its strengths instead which i appreciate mm-hmm. yeah i agree i think in a similar way to paper mario the way that that really makes the 3d um and the graphics work for it yeah this game really does the same thing yeah um yeah and then for the second game, it's pretty much the same style. Yeah. Um, obviously, a little bit higher resolution right. uh, models. And they, they, they do a little bit more sort of like 3D trickery yeah. with it. But it is still fairly like paper looking, uh-huh. like everything is. Yeah, like there are a couple of times where um, like like chunks of noodles will come out of yeah. things and they kind of like bounce like sheets. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, you can tell that they're all like, it's like a flat plane that's been with covered the with texture. a noodle yeah. texture. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Which I don't know, like, this is pretty good. Yeah. Like again, like it's cheesy, but this entire game is so fundamentally cheesy in every way. Right. That like it just, it works really well. <laughs> or it looks like, I think, um, the Colonel Noodle his hair is 3D rendered. Yeah. But his, you know, model is actually flat yeah. itself. Yeah. Um, and then the music. Yeah. Which is kind of the, the whole everything about right. it. Right. Yeah. Like, I don't even... I was trying to think about what, like, percentage I was <laughs> to, like... Like, how much does music make the game? Because... I don't know. Like, I could almost say it's half the game. I mean, like for, <laughs> for a rhythm game, yeah, I feel like it's got to be most of the game is the music. Yeah. Well, but I mean, even like, like yes, uh, it does have to be primarily based around <laughs> having music that you want to listen to right. as you're going through it. But even like particularly, like if you think about Guitar Hero or mm-hmm. Amplitude or something, like there's songs that are not as good. Yeah. But I... I'm not even willing to commit to not liking any of the songs. Like, I can't think of one that's worse than the others. Yeah. Can you, like, was there one you particularly disliked? No, I don't think so. I like, mean, maybe the first Chop Chop Master Onion song isn't yeah. that great in comparison to the other ones. And I, I would say in general, I think the second game has a lot better songs. I would say so. Um if if I had to excise any songs from those games, yeah. it would probably be the last one. Yeah. Oh. Of each of the each. the like big concert song. Right. Which is fine. Yeah. But 
it just didn't happen. well because those ones really aren't as interesting yeah they're sort of like the oh congratulations you can wrap up now yeah uh, what was your what was your favorite do you think um I really like I like the chicken song mm-hmm. I think that's really good <laughs> big mm-hmm. the ant song from right. the second one I think that one's really good yeah and like surprisingly poignant yeah no yeah <laughs> um, there's some depth hiding there yeah um the yeah you want to be big you want to grow big revolutions all the time people changing the world with crime with violence and anger hunger whatever i find that ridiculous if not meticulous i do my best to guard my own premises what's your name what's your name fool what's my name what's my name fool what's that sound who that be huh what's that sound who that be huh where you come from where you come from where i come from where i come from the video game song from the second one is really good Mm -hmm. and then of course the colonel noodle yeah song I think the, yeah, the, the Noodle song is definitely my favorite one from the second one. I actually like the Flea Market one the best from the first. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would listen to more music like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Brilliant. I'm working in the flea market so early. I've been working here since my mama was a baby Just because the rhythm is slow That don't mean that you can't flow In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got to got the funky flow Got to got the funky flow In the rain or in the snow In the rain or in the snow Got to got the funky flow Got to got the funky flow All you ever need is to be nice and friendly All you ever need is to be nice and friendly Hey, and actually, uh, on on the subject, so the second one did have the remix video game level where you replayed little bits and pieces. So the first one. Yes. The first one had the uh, the bathroom The bathroom level. song. Yeah, okay. Uh, which, yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about. But, mm-hmm. well, I didn't make it that far playing it this time. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, same deal where you, you play back through earlier ones except... All of your your former masters are now trying to get to the bathroom <laughs> because they ate your seafood cake. Yes, <laughs> which because the seafood cake a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there there is a part in the last song that what that just sort of like absolutely locked in this game for being like top tier game for me. Uh huh. Uh, and it's, it's this particular moment that I really like in video games where it, like, the game takes you by surprise and you realize that, like, everything has been leading up to this one thing and then suddenly, like, I don't know, it, th- things change around on you and you're like, oh, I, I don't know. It was, so in Parappa, it's during the last song, once you beat all the guys, uh-huh. uh, you're doing your little, like, concert at the end for all your friends uh-huh. with uh, I don't know, with one of the, with an MC guy. Yeah, his name is like MC Crazy Kong or something. Yeah. Fly. Something like that. Yeah. And uh, and you're going back and forth the way you have been the whole game with him saying a line and you saying it back. 
And then at some point it switches, uh-huh. and suddenly you're giving the lines, and he's repeating them. Yeah. And like I, it, I like I'm giving, I'm getting like shivers, like thinking about it. Like, <laughs> it's such a, it's such a cool like changeover. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And such a fun way to, like you're just you. The game hasn't really even done anything. Like it's the same mechanic you've been going all along with like a slight twist to it. Uh-huh. But like it tells you so much about what's happened in the story. Like it's a really neat device. Like that's my favorite moment in that game. Yeah, it is really cool. And it's it's actually funny. It does that in the in the first game oh, yeah. for the end song too. Okay. But in that one it's a nightmare because like as soon as it flops, there's a note at the beginning of the phrase and a note in the middle of the phrase. Uh-huh. But if you're not expecting that, then it, you you miss two notes and drop a rating, <laughs> and then you try and pick it back up, and then you lose. Yeah, that's <laughs> my experience. Oh man! <laughs> but you're right. In the second one, it it works really well. Yeah, the second one's a lot more forgiving. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I want I want to share my other moment that made me feel that way, <laughs> but it's a giant spoiler. So, if you haven't played Portal 2, (laughs) stop listening. Like, just skip ahead, like, um, I don't know. I'm going to spoil the end of Portal 2. The moment when you're fighting GLaDOS, uh-huh. or you're fighting Wheatley, I guess, yeah, uh, and like the the hole blows off the roof, right? And you just have this moment where you look up in the sky and you see the full moon, uh-huh. and you're like, "Holy shit!" Like I'm gonna shoot the moon with the portal gun, yeah. And that's how you win the game. Like again, like I, it it just gives me shivers. Like that's. It's so incredibly clever to, to give you that at the end. And it's such a good note to go out on. Like, it's uh-huh. a good climax to a story. So Definitely. I felt the same way about this as I did about that. I think I would like to see that for more games, <laughs> if possible. Uh-huh. <laughs> for sure. Um, do you want to talk about how weird the dialogue is in this game? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> I mean, the lyrics, too, a little bit. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah. I, I, so, I've, I've been going back and forth trying to figure out whether or not it's just a bad translation, or if it's intentionally that way. Oh. I, that's a good question. Well, okay, what would you... What points to it being intentional? <sighs> I feel like they really commit to it. <laughs> like, especially in the songs. Yeah, that's true. Like... Like the in the in the um, in the flea market one, there's the line where he's like, "I've been working in in this flea market ever since my mother was a baby." Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. doesn't make sense. Like it's really nonsensical. Yeah, <laughs> and especially like it's nonsensical in that sort of weird like. Like, maybe something was lost in translation. Like, you can almost see that it almost made sense until right. they did something that didn't make any sense. Also, and I could be wrong about this, I don't know that there's a Japanese audio version. Oh, really? I mean, I, I didn't actually look it up, so yeah. I don't know, but... That would be an interesting wrinkle if that were true. Because it, it feels like if, if it was done 
at least the songs were done originally in Japanese, mm-hmm. that it would be really hard to move over to America. Yeah. They would have had to completely redo yeah, those music true. sections. And that's actually not a particularly uncommon thing in Japan right. to have like a completely American like voice cast. Yeah. Or even like American like English uh, like menu elements and stuff like that. Right. Well, and especially if you if you look at like hip hop culture as being imported from right. America, then you know the language kind of comes with it. Right. That, that would kind of make sense. Uh, yeah. There's definitely is is English an okay thing to say? Probably not. Okay. Um, but there is. <laughs> <laughs> there is um, there is evidence of, or it feels like something that's either been poorly translated or done some sort of like weird word association that yes. that could only be done by someone that doesn't fluently speak English. Right, right. And it was kind of just like, well, I think that's close enough. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like, again, the lyrics in the second game feel tighter i think you're right um so maybe it was just like the first time around yeah um the the writing just wasn't as or the or the translation just wasn't as good yeah or like also if they really if they really hit their stride by the time they got to the second one they'd gotten through um jammer lammy right and like they knew what to do to make another you know a sequel to parappa Uh yeah maybe it was just they had more budget. <laughs> Maybe, although I mean, I will say not. I don't. I don't think this is even like a problematic appreciation. But I definitely like the the oddness of the dialogue and the way that it is just sort of off. Yeah, is part of the like charm of the games. Yeah, well, because yeah, even like the delivery feels kind of awkward. Like, like someone just gave them the line to read without the context that the line takes place in. And maybe also English isn't their first language. Right. Like you just come up with like really weird intonation and and like rhythm to the, how they say stuff. Well, or even there's, uh, I think it's at the end of big, like, Hey, you're pretty mature than I thought. Good going. (laughs) Thanks. But you're still bigger than your normal size. You're right. Make me small again. The ant is like, you're pretty mature than I thought? Yes. <laughs> you're pretty mature than I thought. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like not... Yeah, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a lot of that sort of weird stuff going on, which, like I said, I think kind of appe- like is part of the charm yeah. of it. Yeah, I think so. Uh, that really... If you were doing it deliberately, it would be right in line with some of the sort of like Adult Swimmy cartoon yeah. series right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, It did kind of strike me as interesting. Like, this game was probably, or both of these, but more so the first one, was actually probably really difficult to make and get published, I would imagine. Yeah, probably. Because um, it feels like something like an indie dev would make now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. that's true. And I think the association of the artist, like the illustrator with it, helped a lot in that regard because yeah. he already had a built-in following and appeal mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, I think the reason that it never really took off is because it was not ever that big. It just wasn't yeah. ever popular for whatever reason. Right. 
Um, even though, I mean, like last year, you know, they put out the remaster of the right. first one, but I don't know. I think the world is ripe for a, a Parappa 3. I think so too, geez. Especially if they could get like the right staff together, you know, mm-hmm. and really don't like not make it like a, just a, like a nostalgia grab or something, but actually like right. put effort into making it a good game. Yeah. I think it could be really big. Yeah, I think especially like with all the time that's passed since then, you know, we've, we've had so much more time for like hip hop and rap even to kind yeah. of like mature even more from where it was then. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and for the gameplay for rhythm games to sort mm-hmm. of grow up too. So Yeah. Who knows what we can do now. <laughs> um, so this is good. We're this giving it a good. This is a really good game. Um, uh, I, I mean, I would skip the first one and just play the second one, and then yeah. maybe go back to the first one if you really feel like torturing yourself. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, it is kind of interesting how these games kind of present themselves as a trilogy, though. Because, like, so Parappa the Rapper mm-hmm. um, is the first game. It introduces the you know, main characters, and I think that what Katie Cat is a side character in that game. Yeah. Um, she and Lammy and their band, right. Milk Tank, yes. <laughs> um, are the main characters of, of Jammer Lammy. And then they're all, all of those characters are in the third one. Yeah. To varying degrees. Yes. Uh, and I, I mean, it, it does kind of make me curious about um, Jammer Lammy. I never played that. I, I didn't either opportunity to do a trilogy episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, the name of the game is, of course, named the after yes, the, the titular yeah. Parappa. Which uh, is fine. Yeah. It's a fine name. It's, <laughs> it's, it's distinctive. It's, it's fun. <laughs> it describes, you know, yeah. it's descriptive. He's a rapper. Right. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Room for Improvement, I think we talked about a lot. Yeah. Um, and actually has already happened, so that's yeah, nice. that is that's actually really nice. <laughs> uh, but you know, just tightening up those, and that's something that like I remember you texting me that you were struggling with it, and I was thinking, oh, well, like you know, maybe I'm having an easier time because I played the remaster, right? And I was playing uh, an emulator version, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> But then, like, you texted me, apparently, they didn't actually fix anything for the remake. And yeah. I was like, what? Uh, yeah. So, that's but, weird. But you made it through the remake one? I made it to the last stage, okay. the concert stage, and I got gotcha. to beat that one. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's entirely possible that some, like, performance issues and, like, lag, yeah. control lag, could have been getting in the way for the emulator. But I can't blame it all on that. <laughs> no, because no, I mean, I even I struggled with it. Yeah. Um, so all of the issues that we had with the first game are fixed in the second game. Went away game. in the second game for sure. Um, and I, I can't really, like, I can't think of much more to make the second game better. Yeah. Like, even with me not particularly caring about the story or the characters, uh, the core of the game, the music and the gameplay is so good. Right. That it just doesn't matter. <laughs> Would you be okay with a sequel that didn't introduce anything new? Would hmm. it would it would it sell you based solely on the Yeah. On the gameplay. Yeah? Yeah, actually. I mean if they just wanted to make more of that game that uh-huh. would be fine. 
uh, you're man. It, it is really ripe for like even like an indie studio <laughs> to come know. and sort of you know pick things up and make a spiritual successor. Uh huh. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Well, and the funny thing is, it's so like cost effectively like based. Yeah. You know, it's got the simplistic art style. Right. Um, the most difficult thing that you'd have to do is figure out the actual like game mechanics mm-hmm. but once you have that like all of those assets i'm sure are easy to make yeah and you just sh- shuffle them around the screen yeah and it's, it's doing yeah like pretty pretty simple like you know twisting back and forth flipping upside down uh-huh. squashing and stretching sort of stuff but it's you're still basically dealing with sprites yeah um i mean the music would be essential that yes. would be the thing uh Maybe, maybe, uh, like, I don't know, like, Damon Albarn should take a, a, a break from Gorillas for a bit and put together a Parappa, Parappa 3. Yeah. <laughs> He's always got good collaborators. Yeah, that's true. And already has connections with established rappers, so mm-hmm. maybe it should just be the next Gorillas album. <laughs> oh, man, how great would that be? <laughs> huh. Um... Who would you recommend it to? I think that everybody should experience <laughs> this game somehow. Yeah. But I do understand that not everybody's actually going to want to hold the controller for it. Yeah. So, like, I think that you should at least watch someone play this game. Like, look at videos of uh-huh. the levels being played because the music is so good. Well, and even, <laughs> like, the first, the first game is pretty simple, but, like... Even what's going on in the background yeah. is, like, fun, and it's really easy to miss when you're actually playing the yeah, game. Yeah, totally. And uh, more so in the second one than the first one. Yeah. Uh, the, the Everything going on changes according to how well you're doing. Yes. So, like, there'll be stuff going on in the background that only happens if you're doing badly or right. only if you're doing good. Uh, oftentimes, the, uh, like... S- s- sets start falling over yeah. or like breaking you'll like trip over like other characters will give you disapproving looks yeah. <laughs> noodles will start like right. edging in from the corners of the screen uh-huh yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i think you're right i mean obviously anyone that likes music um appreciates hip-hop just likes weird weird cartoon stuff yeah um, should probably get into this a little bit. But honestly, before we played the games for the show, I was already listening to the soundtrack. Me too. And it's so good just as a standalone <laughs> it really experience. is. Like, I honestly, I think it's right up there with, like, Shadow of the Colossus is one of my favorite. But <laughs> like, I'll listen to, like, maybe once a month, maybe yeah. once every month or two. But, like, that's more than I listen to some, like non-game music. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it and like maybe uh, like Katamari yeah. are like some of my go-to yeah. video game music. Yeah. It's exceptional. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I think that's that's yes. about it. Unless there's anything else? I don't think so. Okay. So next time. Next time on Games These Days we're going to do Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah. Uh, which is a side-scrolling Metrovania... Souls-like? Souls-like, yeah. Yeah. Which has a co-op mode. Oh, does it? Yes. I didn't I know think. that. We so should try doing that. We should try doing that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll play that, and then that'll be our next, uh, our next thing. Yeah. Yeah. But until then... <gasps> Brother! 
Wait, we should talk about the other. Uh, oh, please, please, uh, if you like, uh, please like our stuff. <laughs> Comment on it. Send us uh, subscriptions. We've and got notifications. We're, uh, we're on Facebook at <laughs> facebook.com forward slash games these days podcast. Um, at Tumblr, we are games these days podcast.tumblr.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Castbox. Most recently, you can find us on Spotify, <laughs> uh, just under Games These Days. Yeah. Um, we may or may not have a website uh, by the time this gets posted. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, yeah, we're actually. I feel we're we're one episode ahead now, which yeah. I feel pretty good about. Um, so please visit us on various social media sites. Uh, give us critiques or responses or yeah. thumbs up or anything. Tell other people about this podcast that yeah. you listen to. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye at the end. <laughs>